I haven't clicked it yet. Uh, uh oh, I dropped it. Oh no. I don't know what I've changed. I've changed seven or eight settings <laughs> <laughs> by having dropped my phone onto my keyboard. Obi Wan lightsaber set five hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my god! Why? So it looks like you've got you've a- got three sabers. You've got- That's why it's weird though, because yeah, but like you've got an Obi Wan, you've got an Obi Wan from Phantom Menace. And then what's the, why does it look like you have kind of like Luke's maybe, but why would, yes. so they all Kenobi's like, oh, cause he just slightly changed his from, from attack of the clones to, I've got that's a that's higher that resolution even... picture here now. And it's definitely not Luke's in the middle there. Yeah. It's very close to but, Luke's. Well, that's what it is then. It's just like, oh, here's the one from, from attack of the clones. And here's the one from, uh, Revenge of the Sith and it doesn't it doesn't matter because it's just barely different. Or is it Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith and then Well, Phantom Menace is the first one. Well, no, I know, but the the last one looks like the one he had in the Kenobi show. Oh, okay, so it's a little more So I think the one in the middle is from the movies and then by the time he has the Kenobi show it's all destroyed and old looking. Be nice if they put up an easy article to read. That'd be really Really helpful. I want to know more about this Darth Revan lightsaber. Oh, that one already exists in, uh, well, not in the parks, but it exists uh, as part of the Black Series. It changes colors. It goes red and purple. Have you not seen that one yet? Mm-mm. But I, I want the parks ones. I mean, this one's pretty pretty top tier. It's not made out I of metal. I think it has a removable blade, too. You know, it's made out of metal because it's, 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 has, it's, um, Black series. $278. It's, I mean, they're good. Like I said, they have removable blades, if I remember correctly. It has, like, it has a lot of good features. It color changes between purple and red. It comes with a base. How do you even hold this? What's up? How do you even hold this? With your hand. Around what part? The hilt? I mean, it's, it's pokey, but that's Revan. That's. He's like, no, feel the pain. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. There's no good place to grab it. Yeah, well, that's why he. That's why he was so like, so like back and forth. He's like, no, the good side, the dark side. It hurts my hand. Ooh, what Lego set is that? Which one? Is that the um it's sideways in your thing? Yeah, that one right there. That's the Naboo Starfighter. Oh, nice. Very cool. Nice. It comes with a BB it. a BD one droid or BD uh, droid, I should say. Why do you think I bought it? <laughs> well, I thought you would have got the other because it the BD one also comes with the bigger BD droid too. It's beautiful. Nice. Yeah, buddy. Oh, nice. Very cool. I've I'm looking at that and I keep thinking like I like it, but now I'm like, I just want to go to Bricklink and buy a bunch of the different pieces I need, but do it in like blue and gray or like a different color scheme. Yep. Because he looks great, but I'm like, everyone's going to have that BD unit. I want my own BD unit. Yeah. I don't know. Not that it's bad. It's just, I just, that's one thing I like about Legos. I can just make my own. Yeah. That is the best part about Legos, right? Because you can just go online and be like, give me all these parts, but in red. 
Yeah. Andy, Andy, I should have taken a picture. I thought of you yesterday at D23 when walking around. There was a like three foot tall Lego model of socks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I bought you two minutes. <laughs> uh, I need to watch that. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, everybody really likes it. She saw it with with the, uh, the girls and stuff, and I hadn't had a chance to watch it yet. I mean, it's I, I hadn't had a chance, but I mean, we all know how the nerd queue works, and like, yeah, I haven't had the chance, but I've finished all of Cobra Kai. <laughs> sure, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just a trade off because it's like, okay, I like. I mean, we're yeah, we're all married, so it's like, okay, what can we watch with alone? What can we watch with our partners? What can we watch, yeah. you know, like in the background while we fold clothes? And like, that's there are different tiers. We talked about this in other podcasts. Like, what's the priority? I feel like um, it's not that high of a priority movie, but it is good. Uh, I saw it because the kid wanted to go see it, and so yeah. we went and saw it. And then I was like, oh, it's good. But uh, I was surprised because I figured Ebony would have wanted to see it, and so you, you would have seen it. So, yeah, she she saw it, and then she's like, "Oh, we got to watch it." I'm like, "All right." I mean, at some point, yeah, I'm I'm down. Yeah, so it's worth watching. There's yeah, a few good. good twists and turns, and unlike there. plus, you you love HBO cats. Max, they're not just pulling shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of HBO, uh, Michael, you have not seen the Batman yet. No, not yet. <laughs> Oh well, I can't. I can't get into a fight with Ken. <laughs> I mean, you can, but you just you got to be really specific about. No, that's that's fine. <laughs> we can, we can discuss it another time. He can no. enjoy it and then come come back to us and be like, "Oh, this is how I feel about it." And we look, like, that's a feeling, and we have feelings too. All people have feelings, even if they're not good ones. Okay. Um, we were just talking about video games before your microphone fixed itself, like T1000 reformed into a different microphone. What are you drinking? Oh, of course it's a Mountain Dew. <laughs> you have to ask. I, I know. I, I don't <laughs> have to ask. Yeah. Uh, are you feeling well? Are you recovered? No, no, I'm not recovered, but I am, um, as mobile as I can be, um, thanks to friends and stuff, I have ice packs and crutches. So I am I'm a viable, semi-viable human being, and I can still go to still do work at a desk as such. Although that's a different scenario too, and it's yeah. it is what it is. I, it's it's funny. I saw I was going to tweet today where it's like, oh, people talk about how like how good she looks for forty. It's like forty's not that old, and I'm like. Uh, like um it is i'm I'm decrepit (laughs) i I admit it like this isn't a this isn't a claim on anyone else they're as young as they want to feel but at 40 i feel like i'm dying every day a little bit more and it's true so oh yeah i mean in so much (laughs) as the world has gone around again i heard a funny um anecdote i don't know michael if you heard about this that the earth is slowly uh orbiting slower orbiting the sun slower Basically, I think yeah, it has to do with the the ro- the rotation is slowing or or orbiting the sun slower. I don't remember which of the two, huh. but basically, like without knowing it, they're doing like leap seconds in time because yes, yeah, so I knew about that to adjust. Yeah, because we're slowly adjusting. So 
uh, you at age 40, Ken, are younger, older? I don't know. How does that work? Than your parent. Hmm. Because over time, time has disappeared as you've gotten older. Hmm. Think about that. I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that also goes to the argument of people saying, like, there's no such... You can't make a perpetual motion machine, and the Earth is just another... Like, yeah, see, you can't continually maintain that same rate of rotation no matter what, because... Something? I don't know. Much smarter than people than I have apparently found that out. It seems weird because there's not drag in space, so I don't know what would be slowing us down. Yeah, I don't know which part of it is slowing. It might just be that you were slowly expanding like the universe is expanding, right? Well, yes, I am expanding. That's a different discussion, though, and I don't appreciate (laughs) it. My universe has expanded all the way to the edge of this (laughs) desk in front of me. (laughs) We'll start a club. How's that? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's my leap seconds right there. It leaped into my mouth, and I ate it. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, we should start a podcast at some point. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's Monday night. I didn't sleep very well. Champions it's got you, it's got you awake. I don't know. I don't, I don't get into all that. I have a pad of paper next to my bed. Uh, 40-year-olds, take note. Put a pad of paper next to your bed, not your phone, so that in the middle of the night when you wake up in a cold sweat because you forgot to order something on Amazon that you need tomorrow, uh, write it down because it won't ship in time anyway, and deal with it in the morning. Good plan. Fair enough. I don't know. I'm <laughs> curious how, how cognitive I am at to write anything down. I remember. Oh, is it? It'll just be like warbly bobs uh-huh. of words. 50-50 if you can read it the next morning. I remember them talking about... Who is it? Uh, is it Aerosmith? Uh, Tyler? Steven Tyler? I yeah. think. Yeah. That uh, wrote a lot of songs in his dream journal in the middle of the night. And then they showed pictures of it. And it was like just scrawling chicken <laughs> scratch that wasn't actually what it was like. I, I don't know what you wrote here, but I have, hey. I mean, yeah. It, made, it worked for him. I yeah. mean... Judge him, like, <laughs> yeah. He would write. I think it was Steve. Write into podcast at weweregamers.com if you know what musician I'm talking about. Because I think it was Steven Tyler. Yeah, was Mr. Right. Tyler, Steven, uh, Steve, Steve, our buddy. <laughs> <laughs> One of them would intentionally try to fall asleep and then would write songs that way. Uh, huh. I don't remember who it was. Anyway, <sighs> yes, you can't read them half the time. That's the point. Uh, and that's what your brain's doing to you. It's just scrambling you up. But last night I couldn't sleep because, um, well, Ken, I had a lot of questions about Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, with Spider-Man. So we're, we're, we're not going to touch on, oh wait, you're, I was trying, cause I'm trying to remember where you are. Oh, okay. In so your well, journey. We're, we're both going to have to lay it out and we're both going to have to start a podcast here. So let's do it. Welcome to We Were Gamers. Episode 326. Michael's still here for some reason. He hasn't quit on us yet. I am still going. (laughs) Like that bunny with the battery. And uh, JJ is on well-earned sabbatical, enjoying every minute of it. Pickling himself. Yes, the pictures are quite nice. And jealousy ensues. Uh, We'll miss him. 
But today to uh, answer all things Marvel, buddy, you're back. Hey, Ken, how's it going? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing adequately. You're doing, doing adequately. As best as, as yes. yes, like. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, the Wong didn't put the portal in the right place. You dropped from about 20 feet up, but you're here. Yeah. Wongers. <laughs> That's that, so, a f- yeah, a friend of mine dressed up as Wong for an Oogie, Oogie Boogie Bash at okay. uh, Disneyland. And people, he wasn't caught up and everyone's like, hey, Wongers. And he's like, I don't, what is, why is everyone calling me Wongers? Yeah. So after like the, the like third or fourth time, he's like he had to like look it up. He's like, uh, like <laughs> it sucks, but here we are. Like it's weird to be like, oh hey, random individuals will be like spoiling comic book stuff for you on the fly, and you're like, what? No, this isn't. Uh, no one's walking up to me and tell me how Spider Man got the symbiote from the Secret Wars crossover. Like what? Yeah, you know, um, here we are. yeah. Well, Spoilers we're gonna have to talk about that Secret symbiote, Wars. aren't we? We're gonna. Have oh to God, that. that is. Ugh. <laughs> Oh man, it's there. It's part of the universe now. Mm-hmm. After credit scenes count as canon, as as uh, the scrolls will teach you. Um, yeah, should, and we, oh man, and where? So I get, we need to we need to set down some, some ideas rules. of what where you are <laughs> because I need to know your cutoff for knowledge. Okay, because it's like, uh, and also like, do we talk about comic book information? Yes, and how I that bleeds well, over into. Okay. Michael needs to weigh in on that one. But yeah. uh, Michael, lay out for us either where you are or what you're missing in current Marvel canon, whichever is easier. Okay, so I have not seen uh, Multiverse of Madness and Thor Love and Thunder. And okay. then I haven't seen, I guess on the, the TV side, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. Okay. Not the worst. He won't get the Wongers reference. Uh, I am still slightly behind Miss Marvel on the TV side and Thor Love and Thunder on the movie side only. Uh, and Morbius. I haven't seen Morbius yet. <laughs> That's it's, it. it's, it's Morbius. Although time. it's available on Netflix, which is, I was like, I saw a pre, I'm like, I can, there is a part of me that is curious, but there's yep. also a part of me. that's like, yep. You have so many better things oh, to do yeah, with your but time. You're curious and I'm curious. We both got to know. Oh, <laughs> You guys like, can stream it together. Yeah. This is where you I need to drink. This is where I need to drink. And then we just do our own Mystery Science Theater 3000 you know, version of that. Because it's just like, I, oh my goodness. It's getting harder to find Not Your Father's Root Beer. So we better do it soon. Well, there's also Not Your not your Dad's Mountain Ale, too. So oh, we can still. Oh, can, no. Although it's not Comic Con. So my rule still stays. So I'm okay. Okay. Fair point. Um, okay. So Miss Marvel's out. I think, thankfully, that doesn't hurt us very much in the continuity discussion. Unfortunately, no, Multiverse of Madness mm, doesn't. It also doesn't help that much. It uh, might leave. It 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 is so. It could leave. I'm trying to like roll back stuff in my head. I'm sure it'll pop up better as we go. There are there could be some lingering questions that maybe. can that may have answers in that, but I think we're good for the most part. Yeah, and then. Like Moon Knight doesn't really have too much bleed over. Okay. There, and there's a little thing from the comics that can kind of affect some stories. Well, that in, in context, okay, so that we didn't really, discuss that. Yeah. We didn't discuss that. Uh, yeah. Michael, how do you feel about comic book spoilers for movies? I'm fine with that if it's if it's from the comic books. 
Okay. Yeah, it's so not going to bother me. It doesn't bother you. All right. Uh, do you feel like you missed out and you need to stop this podcast and we all should go watch uh, Venom 1 and 2 real quick? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if missed out isn't the word that I yeah. Oh, come on. We're you thinking like about watching Morbius. You can't. Look. Oh, I wasn't. Ken. Ken you have to. Here's. Here's. It's like your own version of uh, you're stuck on a desert island, except that for you, you're you're hanging over the edge of the Daily Bugle, and you can either drop off, watch Morbius, or watch Venom another time. I guess. I mean, as of right now, I, I'd watch. I'd watch Morbius because at least I haven't seen that. Or if I, I was given the choice to watch Venom two. Electric Boogaloo, I'd maybe watch that one. I don't, there's, I haven't seen either Morbius or Venom 2. Oh, okay. Um, So, and again, I, Venom 2, the Morbius will probably happen first because it's more readily available. Like it's on Netflix. I can just, Venom 2 is, is, okay. So, uh, I don't know, Michael, if you've been part of this conversation before uh, with the Venom and Ken. (laughs) No, I, I have not. We're going to call it the Kenham, uh, the Kenham prophecy. It, it, he's not a fan of the movies, N- nor the character, it seems, either. Mm. I'm my problem with Venom currently is more the the hot topicness of of him, of like the same as like Deadpool and Harley Quinn, where it's just like just oh. the, all the little edgelord kids who are just like, oh, yeah, man, I love Venom. I love Deadpool. I love Venom pool with Venom takes a Deadpool symbiote like just just there's so many more stories to tell it's like the same kids who are just like oh the joker's the best batman villain he's just the best it's like i he's a good batman villain he's one of the best ones but there's many others that are far more dynamic and have like there's better stories there I think if you ranked them you'd have to put joker at the top just because he's been in so many stories is the problem yeah i mean i guess on that context yes as far as a good opposite number to him i think uh Raz al Ghul would be one that I would probably could wedge in there above him. Oh, I would, um, I would I agree with that. it. Yeah. 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 I would and, agree with it from I, a, I enjoy it more. Yeah. But my, I, again, this isn't necessarily to say that he's not a good character. It's just, I get tired of certain demographics of fanboys that are just like, like, Oh, how do I get this? I need to get this, this uh, Joker comic. Cause he's just like me, man. The society doesn't get him. It's like, no, oh, you so are a horrible at, little uh, incel. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. You're upset at the newest film, is what you're saying? <laughs> uh, the newest, the newest film, the culture that it kind of like treads in. I guess is the best way to put it. I see. I, I'm fine with the Joker in a lot of different ways. It's just, it's just uh, like burnout, Bur- like just like with Wolverine, where it's like at some point you kind of go like, okay, I've read enough Wolverine. Let's let's read something else. Like, give me X Man. Let let's see what Nate Gray is doing now. Like, I mean, I think they burned the entire society out of Wolverine. With all those movies. I mean, you'd think that, but like people are just like, I can't wait till he gets in the MCU. I mean, people are I still mean, just like rabid. I don't know that that works. I don't think they saw Logan. <laughs> I I think, it, well, <laughs> even they if they not? saw Logan, we still have, we've all seen Loki. So we can t- discuss that they at least have opened the door to the multiverse. Right. And we are aware that Doctor Strange is called the multiverse of madness. And we're aware that there are. We got, don't there, there, don't step on multiverse of madness though, because yeah, no, I'm just saying it's called it that. Our... So it's like, yeah, the the term in there is multiverse of madness. So 
we have we have expanded our idea that there is the potential for different branches and that's from that's more from loki than anything so i think i'm still safe in this kind of discussion yeah um so the idea that we could get a an opportunity to see some version of wolverine and we know that kevin feige at d23 and at comic-con has discussed like oh we're we're in phase six we we can talk about what's in the phases right like what's on the on the docket the the roadmap yeah the roadmap thank you oh yeah and you were at d23 so it's like you're at least aware of the roadmap so i'm not spoiling too much like oh we hope to do ff and we we plan to do x-men like oh they got that licenses you gotta assume they bought them for a reason right and so that's what i'm saying like there's there's there is always that potential if they execute it well is the question that's the that's where the the you know we're like okay is this going to be an eternals or is it going to be ant-man or it's like oh it's better than i expected and i i really enjoyed this because it was kind of out of left field and they I think Ant-Man was a was a, a point at which a lot of fans were like, oh, maybe this could be like it's Ant-Man. Who cares about Ant-Man? But it turned out to be really fun. It's a, a great little heist film. And so it goes it it's like a little underdog. And so like how how will the X-Men come in? How will the FF come in? We'll have to wait and see. I watched uh, Deadpool over the weekend because I'd never seen it. And. You bringing up Ant-Man makes me wonder if people were more interested in, in the attitude that Ant-Man gave because it was not irreverent in the sense of the R-ness of Deadpool, but much more the beginning of maybe these characters should be a little lighter. I mean, I don't know if you remember like Thor and Thor 2 and how Thor used to be. And I haven't yeah. seen Love and Thunder, but, you know, I mean, by Thor Ragnarok, it's it's yeah. joke o'clock, man. Yeah, you saw Ragnarok, so you know the the theme that they're going with. And yeah, I mean it's it's because they saw that I mean, I, I believe to if I if maybe it's uh it's more hearsay or um apocryphal, but it's like so Ke- Chris Hemsworth heard Kevin Kevin Smith saying like, "Oh, you know, Hemsworth has the potential for comedy. They should lean into that." And then so Hemsworth went to them and said, "Hey, can we do something with my character cuz he's just not hitting the way he should he that he wants him to and that's how they got to Ragnarok, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I liked it. Um, Had a great time. The impetus for for tonight <laughs> was was before watching Multiverse of Madness and before watching uh, Deadpool because I felt like, well, we're headed that direction uh, with the X-Men and the multiverse and all this sort of stuff. Uh, that is not a spoiler, Michael. Deadpool is not in Multiverse of Madness. Oh, all my I'm hopes. So, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I guess it's a spoiler to have told you he wasn't in Multiverse of Madness. Eh, but sort of. R-rated crossover, probably <laughs> not going to happen. Um, Forgetting Deadpool, because it's not really part of the conversation. The other movie that uh, we really uh, congregated to talk about today was Michael and I recently both, somehow unwittingly, at the same time, watched... Spider-Man No Way Home. For the first time. For first the time. first time. Yes. On, for the uh, first time in forever. On both for the first, of our... For the first time in this timeline. There you go. Yeah. Other me's may have watched it already. Um, oh, man. I was going to make another joke that I can't make. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, it's also interesting because I know you in particular went through because you, had, you hadn't you had seen Amazing Spider-Man and you hadn't seen 
uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two, if I'm if memory serves correct, right? Right. Like you just kind of you're like ah, they just they fell off your radar for a while, and you took the opportunity to be like, oh well, I hear all this hype, I should probably get this through line built so that I know what's going to happen. It was impossible. So I'm better informed. It was impossible to miss, unfortunately, for one who desires no spoilers. Yeah. Uh, these days, that you should probably watch all those other Spider-Man movies uh, if you haven't. And I was like, well, it's been a while 17 years since i saw toby <laughs> mcguire act as spider-man and it's, and i never saw andrew garfield act as spider-man so Aww. i didn't yeah so we watched them all in a through line right uh right it, it, this has been a project that's been ongoing of catching up on marvel we started on iron man uh actually no did we start on hulk no Which you should have started on no, iron man iron man and then Incredible uh, Hulk. Incredible Hulk, not Eric Bana Hulk, which actually yeah, was the leave first. out the only Hulk for yeah the time for, now. for now for yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible. Yep. There's a really good joke in She Hulk about that, Michael. I, I... Okay. Yeah. He's just... just you're just teasing him now. <laughs> just, you're like, <laughs> just enjoy that when you get there. <laughs> Okay, no way home. Yeah, so so this project of watching everything starting with Iron Man, we got to um, Far From Home, and we were like, oh, we should probably watch all these other Spider-Man movies, too, if we're going to do this the right way. We rewatched, oh, right. Okay. rewatched all those, rewatched, uh, rewatched all those, watched Far From Home, and then watched No Way Home. Michael, did, you still have not seen any of the Andrew Garfield movies. This is correct seen all the toby mcguire movies it's 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 what we were talking about earlier ken they they get put on yeah. the list you you have to make the trade-off somewhere mm-hmm. no nah, and that's that's fair i mean i guess if if we're at this point though you're you're okay with us spoiling some of yeah those are Spider-Man. those are fair game um, i told him that he may want to go back and watch the second one of the andrew garfields because i think of all the up current spider-man movies available and this is maybe a uh, ken should weigh in on this i think i in fact said i think i should say this again last week didn't i michael uh yes i think this isn't really a spoiler because you know about electra i think starting just before during and after the electro fight in spider-man amazing spider-man 2 is some of the best acting in all of the Spider-Man movies when Andrew Garfield just sorts of gets to let loose. And so, then I think if- far from home is really good also, like in terms of just letting an actor play a character instead of worrying about what the character is, which I think is the Tobey Maguire issue. A lot of people have. The, their issue with Toby is what? That he is he's playing bland? too. He's playing too what they wrote too much instead of just letting the actor bring bring stuff to it, right? So when Andrew Garfield's guess... losing his mind because of what Gwen is doing, uh, he gets to lose his mind rather than be Peter Parker. Uh, versus Toby Maguire, it's got to be mousy Peter Parker all the time. I could argue and. 
that I'm sorry for don't mean to hedge expectations or anything for you, um, Michael, but I feel in my heart of hearts that Tobey Maguire is a bland, boring actor. Oh. He is my least favorite thing about the Spider-Man films. He is what makes me dislike them, which is unfortunate because Sam Raimi, the storytelling in in Spider-Man <laughs> 1, 2, and 3 is the, like the stories are themselves are better than the story in Amazing, but the oh, Peter Parker and the and especially the, the Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy dynamic is so much better than the Peter Parker and Mary Jane dynamic that it's like it, you're they're like well you're gonna get you're gonna get the story of of dr octopus which is really great in, in spider-man 2 but like it's still against this bland milk toast toby mcguire peter parker and it's just it's he's so boring to me and he's not cracking jokes and like i'm sorry to me that's one of those core like when you're like okay well what are what are the bullet points we have to have for spider-man okay so he's got the he can do whatever spider can um he's really sarcastic when he's in the costume and when he's peter parker he's either like he's restrained and doesn't like he doesn't feel like himself and that's that's what this the costume gives him that's not toby toby's just like huh, i'm just spider-man all the time I'm, I'm just sad like i don't care for toby mcguire and that affects my enjoyment of those original three films whereas with the andrew Gar- the amazing stuff he he does a great job in my opinion and also, I think you also do get some other actors in there that I think really reach for it. Like, I really like Martin Sheen as Ben as Uncle Ben. Like, oh, yeah, get, Martin Sheen's a great I Uncle get, Ben. I get Jed Bartlett as my Uncle Ben. Like, this is. <laughs> well, he's a different. Get, he's a very different Uncle Ben than. Yeah. Well, the one from the first movie is Michael. He's. I don't know that he's really rewritten, but they just were like. So, like, what's a real version of a human being that gives lots of advice <laughs> instead of a comic book version of a human being that gives lots of good advice? It was like, what was my grandpa like? Let's just write that down. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yeah, this is a real person that cared about the person being. they're talking to instead of just being, you know, teleprompter. And no, no offense to the original I uh, am not as uh, effusive about Sam Raimi as the director. I think he's fine. But like Multiverse of Madness <laughs> was a little janky, dude. It was a little... Uh... When your wife's sitting next to you and she goes, because we had just watched all those Spider-Man movies, she goes, did Sam Raimi direct this? You know you're a director with a particular style. Mm. <laughs> Uh, my point still stands according to that statement that you made where you said that you were hedging his expectations. Andrew Garfield does better. I just thought that yeah. if he had was limited on time and had to skip one, the first one could be skipped of the Andrew Garfield I, movies. You don't gain anything. I disagree. The, again, the Gwen Stacy Spider-Man or Peter Parker God. story is, uh, is strong enough that, I mean, if you want to skip scenes, I'm okay with would, that, but I think that you would miss out on Dennis have, Leary. Yeah. There's that. Miss out on Dennis Leary. I wonder so, if someone's done the cut, the cut, because I think between the two movies, you could literally get down to about five minutes of what you need to know about his parents. Oh, yeah. There's, and that's, that's where, like, also there's so much additional storytelling that just feels to me like meddling from Avi Arred and Sony of just like, well, we've got to get to the Spider Man 6. We get, we do the Sinister 6 next. That's going to be all the monies. Like, that's, that was where, you mean they, the Sinister Five because we made an oopsie? 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they 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 couldn't get it out, and I'm sure that there was there was a cut line at some point where like. Okay, I'm, I'm like in my head. I'm like, wait, did we? Did we? Everyone watch that movie? Okay, yeah. So we're yeah, like, we're good. Um, we should actually talk about the movie we came here to talk about. <laughs> where Green Goblin's like, no, you're one of us, and he's like, you're the we're the Sinister Six with you. Yeah, like that's that's what they. I mean, spoilers for the comics in the Ultimates. That's what the story. That's what Osborne was trying to do. He's like, no, I've collected them all here, and you're with us now, and it's out of blackmail. And he's like, we're the Sinister Six, and that's. I thought they were leaning towards that, and. I feel like there's probably some, you know, some um, scene on a cutting room floor of like, it just doesn't make a sense. I'm like, yeah, it's fair, but I don't know. They yeah. were like, oh, we couldn't get the vulture back because we threw him over into Morbius. Apparently, uh, <laughs> couldn't get couldn't get vulture back because he threw him in Morbius. Couldn't get Mef- <laughs> couldn't get um, Mysterio Mysterio back because you oopsied him before your movie with the Sinister Six. Yeah, yep. where was uh, where was Craven the Hunter? Uh, he's yeah. in the ne- he's off in his own Sony movie that's coming around the corner because uh, Sony's dumb and they're like, well, we're going to make this work. Get ready for the Madam Web movie because you want to see an old woman be a spy- a superhero. Like, I I don't. <laughs> uh, I hate Sony so much sometimes. And yet they they just meter out exactly what you hope for every little uh, once in a while. Yeah, well, they also put out, like, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm like, damn, you brilliant bastards. But, I like, that's when I'm like, oh, no, I feel like that's more the creative people behind the scenes were able to push their vision and not just the the studio mandates of, like, get ready for these sequels. Like, no, we we have a story to tell. There's something here. Yeah. Well, At least that's, that's from Ken's point of view. Ken. Yes. Was there a good reason to not push the magic button? The reason to not push the magic button was because Peter wanted to be better. And he's like, no, I I think I can save them. And then once everything goes to hell, I I think once everything goes to hell, he's too, he can't, fi- Peter can't face speaking with MJ and speaking with Ned because he's so in, in shock and mourning. And that's why he's just up on the roof. And that's why he didn't reach out to some of them and text them, say, hit the button, send them all back to their, to their doom. I don't care anymore. He was emotionally shook and dealing with the loss of aunt may do you think that when someone promises that if they don't hear from you they're gonna push the button and then they don't push the button i mean did you actually think that they would push the button (laughs) i just no i mean because the other spider-men had not shown up so you knew they couldn't push the button which means it's a bad button because if you can't push the button why have it because we're, it, it allows us to have, you know, later on we get to blow it up. And then like, oh, no, now if I finish the spell, it all goes back and it erases you, Peter, from people's memories. But not from it's, there's there's so much janky like we just just don't like hand wavy. Don't think about it moments in Spider-Man uh, No Way Home that I hate because it's just like, well, by the end of the movie, Spider-Man can't be in the Marvel MCU anymore because our deal with Sony's run dry. So after this, we can't have him in here anymore. So how do we just put him out, send him out on a big lush goodbye. And then we pick it up later on once we've maybe made a deal with Sony again, because it all came down to that. That was the end of it. Just like, how do, how do we sign off on him and kind of like, just kind of close that, close that book, put it on the shelf and wait till we can come back to it later and not have to talk, like not in the most 
best way possible. And then Doctor Strange is like, I've got an idea. And he, it, I don't, I don't like the logic of it. I feel like there's got to be a better way, but also got, they're not. I've got a question me, I so. can't ask you because it's from She-Hulk. Um, mm-hmm. But the memory thing seems to be a little bit fast and loose. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a lot of questions about the memory thing. When you get to people standing next to each other, like, um, I don't know if this bothered anybody else, feel free to weigh in, but you've got Happy standing next to Peter at Aunt May's grave at the end of the film, and clearly Happy still knows who Spider-Man is. Mm-hmm. Right. And and knows who Aunt May was. May Who knew, knew who May Parker was, was. but doesn't... And yeah, just and then also so like, so he could go to Happy as Spider Man, take off his mask, and Happy would still be like, I, I don't know who you are. Yeah, that, that's what. Are you you're impersonating that Spider Kid? What are you doing? Yeah, I don't. I, I no one can see because this is a audible medium. But yeah, that's it is so mess like wrong like. Make everyone for the better. The better logic is make everyone forget Spider Man. Make everyone forget Spider Man and just let him be, continue to be Peter Parker. Because then the MCU goes forward and people forgot about Pete, about Spider Man. He's gone. Like they don't just don't just don't talk about him anymore. Because that way you don't have to worry about it. Like there's there's no like weird goofy logic of like wait so the spell teleported people from other realities who knew who Peter Parker were okay. to this reality. I have a question like, about other that. people. Like Mary Jane, that's with the youth pastor Spider Man, or and also oh, even after they've died, so Gwen Stacy could have been brought back, and also a bunch of like uh, so also Captain Stacy or yeah, was just so many people can be brought back to this reality because they know who Peter Parker's. You know what? Also, I know who Peter Parker is. Why wasn't I teleported in the movie? <laughs> There's another question for you. It's such a weird like. Uh, thought, this is the way. Was I mistaken, or did Doctor Strange not say that it was people who knew that Peter Parker was Spider Man? Yeah. Yes. But that was Ryan, Rhino doesn't know that Peter Parker's Spider Man, and he's in the rift right. of people that are coming. Uh, also, neither does Electro. Electro does not know that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Yeah. And. Uh, I, and Sandman did, but yeah, Electro didn't, and that's another thing that bothered me. It's like, so you're just kind of just like, ah, uh, he's he didn't know who he was, but they brought him in because they're like, well, we needed we we want to redeem the Jamie Fox previous version of Electro, so we're trying to we're and again we're trying to get to like enough villains here to make the Sinister Six. So it's uh, also so didn't, dumb. Didn't bring back Harry Osborn. Didn't bring back yeah. either of the Harry either of the Harry Osborns because there's ones in both the in both in Amazing and in Youth Pastor Spider Man's world. Yeah. Um. By the way, um, Miles Morales from Into the Spider Verse knows that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Also, everyone in that universe knows that Peter Parker was Spider Man. All of them could have come over. Peter B. Parker, like all like just the same like oh those who knew it's like there are thousands upon thousands of again to my point i know that peter parker spider-man why wasn't i in the movie like <laughs> you've got to give me something better than just like uh it's because they and then to give me the faulty logic also by the way venom who is in an after does not scene, know he that yeah, we touch know who spider-man is because he doesn't even know that there is a spider-man but then if you our, watch our venom only- 2 
Okay. There's an after there, credit scene. Yeah. Where the, yeah, they discuss like, oh, yeah. symbiotes have a hive mind across the the multiverse. Well, there's Ew. also there's all I Sorry, think in Venom thing. in Venom two there's also a hint that there's a guy in New York that's swinging around on webs and uh, Eddie's like well, that's weird I left New York and there was no guy swinging around on webs, uh, but it still doesn't mean that he knows that Peter Parker is Spider Man, mm-hmm. right? And can so I, can I still reason- say I, I laughed the hardest at that part of the movie when. <laughs> It's, it's just Eddie it's Brock funny. in a bar being like, wait, so what happened? What happened in this universe? <laughs> it just keeps going. Uh, also, Tom Hardy very, is so yeah. perfect for that. And the role. bartender did a good job, too. He's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then so so Man and Iron died. And he's like, the bartender's like, like he's like he's he's doing he's doing his rosary for iron Man. like that's all like that's a good little just acting choice that's like thrown in there like i appreciate that that's a fun moment it made me laugh even if i hate the logic behind it it's behind the scene i still enjoyed that moment the logic behind most of so what sucks about this is it's fun and good and you have to just throw out the premise of the whole movie to enjoy it yeah you have to you have to turn off it's one of those movies that's they turned it into a Michael Bay film where it's like, if you turn off your brain, you're really going to enjoy this. It's like, okay, I guess I have to turn off my brain and not think that like Dr. Strange is the one who's responsible. He's like, go get go do all this kid. And he's like, this is you, you did the spell wrong. And also because like when he comes to him, he's like, he's like, oh, I need help. And he's like, oh, he has to rewrite the spell five times. Like, no, you stop doing the spell and you go, okay, who do you want to remember? Let's just do that. And just, just also like, Everyone forgets that there's Spider-Man, but that but that means also like Flash Thompson, the young Flash Thompson's book is gone. It's no longer in existence because that didn't happen. Just you rewrite everything. So does Peter Parker have a birth certificate? Did his parents die? Who? What? No. Yeah, I I'm, just I'm really no one happy can see me that we've gotten to this point already because <laughs> I was concerned that we were going to start this and there was going to be a lot of answers from super spider fans that were like no it all works because of no. this comic explains in the pet and I'm like okay well, that's what we need to know but um well that's better i think a lot of the doctor strange stuff um about him being slightly overzealous is maybe addressed in multiverse of madness a little bit uh yeah, I mean, you could also you could also pull some that. threads from the first Doctor Strange too. Yeah, I mean, the uh, all that's old is new again, right? Like you, you can keep telling the same stories about characters because it's six years in between their individual films as they bounce around the the MCU franchises. You don't you don't need to change it up that much. No. Um, character flaws are. I mean, Iron Man died with all of his character flaws from the first movie. Yeah, mostly intact. You know, yeah, most of them. spoilers, I guess. So, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already spoiled it too with the whole Iron Man, you know, rosary yeah. thing. So that, that, that was there too. But thanks for sticking with We Were Gamers. Find us at Instagram at We Were Gamers. <laughs> um, <laughs> find us I, on social media. And Yeah. Um, I mean, how did you, uh, how do you feel about Spider Man going forward being, I think the next one is, is another into the spider-verse sequel is that the next time we'll yeah. see spider-man it is that is, yeah that's the next time we'll it's in the spider i'm sorry spider-man is it wait is it what's the i know it's like it's just a different version of it's not into the spider-verse but it's 
Spider Verse of um, Madness. <laughs> well, now I'm going to look it up because I'm doing the, the comic banter thing, not the. Oh, you're doing a comic banter on us, not a We Were Gamers? Yeah. We were supposed to make up yeah. funny names, man. I, across across the Spider-Verse. The Spider-verse. Yeah. Oh, hey, get that's done. not funny. <laughs> but yeah, Across the Spider-Verse, which is better. Which I'm looking forward to. And it's, I mean, for those who watch the end credits at the end of the last movie for Into the Spider-Verse, I we have like... Spoil it. Oscar. That movie is six, seven, eight years old. I don't know, it's I'm, not just, I'm years, just giving but... them a heads up so they can see this. It's Oscar Isaacs is Spider-Man 2099. That seems fun. Yeah. Nice. Give me Oscar <laughs> Yeah. And, and bring back... Although, although we had uh, he can't, he can't know that Peter Parker's Spider-Man because then he would have to meet Moon Knight and then they would, it's too, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no spoilers for Moon Knight. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Good point. Good point. That's, a, that's a good joke because people that have seen Moon Knight will know, uh, why, why? Okay. Damn it, Michael. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I've not seen all the wrong things. No, no, it's fine. But have you seen all the right stuff? Or oh, date, no, the right it's a stuff. Movie. Yeah, yeah. All the right moves. All the. There's that. Damn it! I don't know. Anyways, uh, okay. Well, I mean, this opens the door for the MCU to forget Spider-Man. It also opened the door for Multiverse of Madness. Right. It it introduced the fact that there's other options out there. Uh. Uh, two two questions going forward. We can branch into different multiverses here, right? Like, uh, the, since what's his name's not in charge of keeping the branches in charge in in line anymore, right? That that's the Loki. He thing. who remains, yeah. yeah. He who remains is no longer minding the shop. So branches are 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 growing in every direction but loose. So yeah. So eventually, there's going to be it's- someone that comes along to end the multiverse because that's what happened last time, right? That's what they were trying to. That's what that's what he was holding in check. Yeah. He was keeping, he's pruning essentially all the other lines that would lead to additional, to more, to less benevolent Kangs, I guess, best way to put it. Um, and it's one of those things too. It's like, because we do know that we've got cat, he was cast in some other films moving forward. We know there's going to see more of him. Um, and so it's like, that's, that's something where you're just kind of each time we step forward, like, okay, is this where we get a little more of this? Is this going to go this way? Um, yeah, I, I mean, is I are we do we want to leave behind uh, far from or no way home? Was there any? Well, other that was the other branch. So one branch is discussing uh, how that all fits in without uh, hitting too much of multiverse of madness, I guess. How it all fits in going forward, uh, starting here, but also how you felt about uh, all the Peter Parkers together, and where and what you expect to see live action wise uh now that they've put them all back on the same screen do does andrew garfield get another shot at it again i don't think toby has any interest in doing that he clearly uh was tired by the end of his time in this film <laughs> he got stabbed. um I, it's you know yeah, it makes do that to you. yeah yeah i've got thoughts uh michael did you have did you want to take a jump at it first or yeah i don't know um I I doubt that they would uh that they would try and pull somebody else into the role. Um just at this at this point. I don't feel like they're they're that desperate to shoehorn Spider Man back into their plans that they would pull somebody else in. 
Plus they've got um, Miles Morales. Yeah, also that. I'm if curious. Yeah. I'm curious because like how does the rights work issue it how does the rights work for animated versus live action? Because we know that they did amazing they did amazing Spider Man because they essentially contractually had to, otherwise they started to the clock started to run down, right? And so right. do we do they have to do a live action or is the is the animated stuff keeping that contractual obligation open? Like, does that does that extend their timeline? And if so, then that's that's kind of the idea for now because they, I mean, I can't imagine. Well, Amy Pascal seems smart enough to be like, no, that they need to maintain some level of connectivity between between them. I guess even if it's going to be Craven, and then maybe that the silver the silver sable black cat movie, and then. If we get there, Madam Web and all these other potential movies that they've discussed, like I don't know what they're, I don't know what they what they need to do there. That's uh, that was my symbol for you're forgetting about Venom Three, buddy. <laughs> Is there? Did they greenlight Venom Three? Oh, I'm almost certain. Okay. Which I mean, that's certainly possible, but does that does that can is that considered fulfilling that obligation just because it's a Spider-Man universe film that they're able to do that? Which it does. Then that's actually that's they're a lot safer that way because then they don't have to they don't have to risk upsetting people with a new Peter Parker or Miles. And I think doing a live action Miles definitely does it could be a hurdle for them. Oh, I think that they could not only not only do we get <laughs> Venom three. Uh. You've got Craven the Hunter just beforehand, right? Probably coming next year. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Andy Circus. Oh, and of course Morbius. What am I thinking? Morbin time, number two. What was A- Andy Circus is coming back to direct Venom Three. <laughs> oh, Andy, there's better paychecks out there. Like they're doing a Lord of the Rings show. Just just go back home. Just Oh man. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh man that is <laughs> yeah. oh. i i think that oh. your deliriousness over venom uh in its current incarnation you should go back and watch uh toby three man it could be worse i go it, it, okay it's saying it could be worse like that's fine like i i've already voted for biden I, I i picked the lesser of two evils already okay i don't need to have that every day of my life i'm i'm i, I get it like like I'm, I'm definitely like I get it. Just let me have something. I, I just, I think that the Venom character is pretty intrinsically tied to Spider-Man, and just to be like, ah, we don't need that crap. We'll just make our own Venom, Venom, I, and then he's gonna see some some Spider-Man on TV. It's like I like that that symbol. Whoosh! And now he's got a spider because he's like, <laughs> I'm Venom, 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 Venom. <laughs> I don't know. You gotta, you gotta give Venom two a try. It's, if this is your attitude about it, you're gonna love Carnage. If it, if it popped up and made itself more available, like Morbius did, I would. Like if it's on Netflix, I fold clothes like anybody else, so I might as well watch something while I'm doing it. Like, <laughs> it's fine. I've got, I've got, I've got things that I watch while I do other things. So, I, <laughs> I, I know done. that for you, especially in the comics, uh, and I guess this is still on Spider-Man topic, but. For you, especially in the comics, it's it, it is intrinsically tied that the symbiote found Peter first, and then Eddie Brock, and then all this other stuff. Um, but just comparing Eddie Brock together and having an Eddie Brock that doesn't have to worry about Peter Parker is actually kind of not that bad. When 
it makes it makes him a much more sympathetic person to not be in, intrinsically in the shadow of Peter Parker. He's, he's more he's, interesting. But, but he's always just like, ah, oh, Chucks, I don't know why Michelle Williams won't love me. I don't know. I'm just I'm just this level guy with a symbiote. I don't know. Like just it's true. Ah. Oh, it's true. That is him. I yeah. Yeah, but you should I'd, go watch it, Spider-Man 3 again and try and decide which version's better. I remember, dude, we sat in a room, or we stood and sat in a room with the cast from Spider-Man 3. I, I remember and vividly. Like, if, only we could have, if only we could have averted. If I had known Ugh. then that I should have stepped on his foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, that's uh. acting! Do that! <laughs> Oh man, it's uh, it's I I will watch Venom two at some point once it becomes more easily available. Like yeah. seriously, the best thing that that they did was just put so, put it on Netflix for Morbius because like eh, people can watch it and it's Mormon time. Like we don't need to release it to theaters a second time, third time, which was what they're, they're actually fourth with. fourth time. They're releasing it to IMAX. Morbius to what now? No, oh no, wait, I'm thinking of something else. But they did. Re- they're thinking about releasing it a third time. They're doing uh, and uh, Rogue One in IMAX. I mean, Andy's okay. got tickets. <laughs> He's like, I'm watching. I'm watching Rogue One, and then we go watch Andor the first episode. Let's do this. They, yeah, they're doing it for the same weekend. Um, Andor yeah. is doing a three episode drop. Yeah. Oh, oh really? I didn't know it was gonna be nice. three. That's, yeah, that's good. But it's also like it. <laughs> like I'm. I, it's, I it's feel like a bad taste. Right, exactly. I'm like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. I, I don't I'll know. Wait another week. A three hours all at once. I'm not gonna be able to do. So a three a three episode drop for me is kind of it. It, it was cool for like from 2007 to 2014. Uh, full season drops were pretty cool, and now it's like, yeah, no, just once a week is good because I can't keep up. You know. I I like having to mix like I'm like okay cool this show drops all at once I can get through and not in one sitting but I can get through Cobra Kai in a week that's cool yeah they're also a like, half hour I, I appreciate it yeah I mean but it, then Cobra shows... Kai is like a really long movie mm-hmm yeah but then there's some shows too like oh that was that was that was tough I need I need some time like if something like deep happens like oh I got I gotta let that ponder for a bit and then also then I gotta talk to my friends like I still I still enjoy the water cooler nature of shows of like getting to catch up with someone and you know, during that week like oh we we everyone we all watched it you know at some at some point on thursday and then next monday we get together and we talk about it and we're like oh i love this part and i love that so it's like i like both i like a mix like they I don't, think, it doesn't have to be all one or the other i think there's also the we were gamers endorsed idea and i might be wrong but to speak for jj but um it's okay to like unsubscribe from a service for a little while and then come back yeah. once a show or two has finished and just be like, all right, not everyone's talking about uh, Stranger Things, you know, like, or a show that isn't a Stranger Things where you don't feel like you have to keep up. If you feel that way, some people don't feel that way. Some people do feel that way. Whatever you feel like is fine. But, uh, you know, if you don't want to watch all of Strange New Worlds one at a time, you could do Paramount, you know, at the end of it. And that's fine, too. You know, because it it's just one hour shows, man, just one hour. shows. We're getting off topic here. Uh, the multiverse going forward is going to be a, a situation 
unless um, you um I was gonna say I really enjoyed seeing all three Spider-Man together. We we I wanted to I wanted to just get to the end of the branch for the previous one. Yeah. I enjoyed seeing them all together. I enjoyed seeing the way they play together and see the different performances and ages of the Peter of the Peter Parkers. Um I enjoy I especially enjoyed seeing MJ's interactions with other characters and also Ned's, like the way they play together. I thought that was all good because it also plays with certain tropes of like with them telling like, yeah, my best friend betrayed me and became a villain. Mine too. It's like I was also like do you don't want to say his name? Like, is there, do you have an embargo on the name for some reason? And the, so the, no, that, that was would've... really weird. They did that multiple times. I don't know if you caught this, Michael, but the, the relationships thing, they're talking while they're trying to like come up with all the cures and stuff. Yeah. The sciencing scene. Was it strange to you as, as it was to maybe me? And I don't know about, but was it strange to you, Michael, when they were talking about the relationships and how they described them with their like significant others. No, it wasn't. It wasn't strange. They, they, I guess they just seemed a little guarded still. Okay. In the way that they were. I definitely felt like it was, uh, Oh, we can't get too deep into this kind of answers where it was like, do you, it sounds like maybe Toby's Spider-Man was married to MJ, but all he said was it's complicated. Yeah, he dances around giving a real answer to to how that's going. Which I I would have in the at the in the in the after credit scenes I was really hoping for a scene where he goes back to the portal and Kirsten Dunst is there and they have a kid oh, and they do cool. the Mayday Parker they do the Mayday Parker kind of like, oh, he has a daughter. And that's the, you know, the, the M2 timeline where they're going to, you know, he has a kid. And maybe Peter goes back or Amazing Peter goes back and Peter does something two. else. Yeah. Peter 3. Peter two, or he's Peter Peter's 3. Peter 3. Yeah. Peter 3. Yeah. And so Peter 3 goes through. And the weird thing is because there is cut content from the second Amazing Spider-Man. Um, there's like there was stuff that was cut and I'm like. It's interesting because they had they discussed like, oh, you know, I didn't have an MJ in Amazing, but it, he had someone else that he loved. But there was an MJ in Amazing Spider-Man 2 that they cut out completely just for story purposes, just because they had too many story threads in that movie. And so it's like, I'm curious, like there's there's potential there. I would love uh, we, we discussed a little bit like, could they could they go back to an Amazing Spider-Man? I think they could. I think that the fans showed that they really loved his performance in this and despite having the less than phenomenal showing of the, of his movies, the fans still really enjoyed his performance and it could be something that they could build on in my, or at least maybe put a button on, but they kind of did it in the, in this movie too. So, you know, just kind of like bookend it at least. I don't know. It felt like when you saw the, all three of them up there that they were all bookended because I was trying to describe to JJ, but he hadn't seen it. And Michael also hasn't seen it. Um, the, exact replica of Gwen's fall when MJ falls. Yeah. And so, you know, and Toby gets a bookend of he can't save Harry Osborn from himself, even though he gets to try again, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's kind of the Harry versus his dad. Like that's, that's kind of what's there is yeah. him, him not letting Peter one go like, give into the anger. He does. He helps Harry in that way, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, I don't, I, if you hadn't seen amazing Spider-Man, I don't think it hits as hard, but I still think that for Michael and JJ, they probably got a good idea. They, they understood the context of it. 
So oh, they, yeah, they know I think what that's what you said, Michael, right? Like you, you got yeah, what I was so, getting at. Yeah, I, I mentioned that last week and that even though I hadn't seen the movies, I, I could tell from the way they shot that, that they were recreating a scene from the Andrew Garfield movies. Yeah. Which was so. cool. And it, it's, it's really like it, it hit really hard for me. And I thought it was a really good like performance of just like where she's like, are you OK? And he's like, nope. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but no. I'm shook. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, and that's what I was trying to get at earlier when I was saying, you know, he he really puts across a lot of acting chops that uh, I think they all progressively got better as movies have, you know, progressed in the comic book world of saying, like, you know, you could put actors in these things that are, like, good actors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Tom Holland's you good. You don't have to dumb it down or, yeah. Yeah, it's, Tom Holland's good and, like, you can give the characters more than a comic book gives them because there's more than a, a, a stencil line, you know, and a word balloon and they can have emotional range. And that was nice to see replicated again. Uh, it was cool. I, I wish, I wish, I feel like it was a movie I would want to watch again. Like Far From Home, despite despite its silly uh, premises for the bad guy, which I mean, I guess it's better than him trying to do uh, hand magic or whatever else Mysterio has tried to do in the comics. <laughs> but we ha- we like, we have such a good history of people trying to do like hand magic, and and like it's a good through line, like. And we've all seen we've all seen uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So yeah. we all know that like it's you're either facing there's no such thing as wizards. We either fighting aliens or fighting this or this. It's like there's yeah. no such thing as wizards. <laughs> what about Gandalf? <laughs> like that's so it's like having that I, I yeah. I, I enjoy like I enjoy the the Scott Lang and um uh oh Jimmy Woo, like the 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 sleight of hand magic. That's fun to me. Like it's it's a yeah. goofy little like character narrative. It was it was it was fascinating to watch Mysterio be like okay, well how where's the magic thing portion of this? And it was like no, no, it's all tech magic. It was like oh okay, mm-hmm. I guess it had to be because he worked for Iron Man. But like, yeah. uh, th- I think that movie would have actually been really good if they were in Prague. And he was just like throwing sparks out of his hands because he's doing <laughs> doing pretend magic, you know. Um, that I think is a movie that you would watch again, right? Like that one has a lot of, you know, when Ned and MJ are talking, it's like, well, I I knew I knew first, you know. Those little yeah. funny quirky things are a lot deeper in that movie, I think, than uh, I don't know. It's maybe just because No Way Home was so heavy with killing off main characters and just being like this, the end of the world for Peter Parker. Yeah. And it's, that's, that's kind of where like my, it sucks because it just gets mired down in the like, well, we've got to, this is, this is our swan song for Spider-Man in the MCU for now. So I couldn't believe it up folks. Like that's, I really, I need like, I need, I need Ned at the, (laughs) um, I need Ned at the uh, school for for wizards with Doctor Strange. Like that's where I need Ned because 
he's got that power. But of course, now they can't. Like that's well, how do you how that. do you remember right? Like they don't remember the fight on the tower. They just are like we were fighting with Spider Man on the tower, and now oh, yeah, I got hurt. I have a scar thing from now. Something? We're gonna go yeah. to MIT and without I don't what uh it's it's so janky it's so it's janky real and janky but i i, I have to sh- not ask questions but i still am bothered by it like, i have a question going forward is miles morales the only spider-man that will have a nice apartment i mean <laughs> so just because at the end my- tom holland opens the door to his new apartment you're like well this is just as bad as peter's all the other peters is the problem with the problem with well peter a the first peter parker in in the spider-verse had it he was he was married and he was still with mj so like they had it things working out and that was good so he maybe had a good house but as far as like also miles is kind of in this in the spot of like he's the young peter parker where it's like you he has to stay in high school so it's like he has a cool dorm that he has with his friend ned or in his world it's ganky so there's that but yeah it's like he 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 continues to live the 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 high school life so yeah. that's he's unless we see some kind of future version or alternate version where he's the criminal one and he's like oh yeah i'm living the high life like that's the other side of that I don't spoilers know. yeah the criminal one. Oh boy uh, Okay, so it just all leads to Kang, basically, right? We do like four more multiverse movies, and then Kang shows up. Um, uh, I don't know about four. I know we've got we've we I mean it's in the title for Doctor Strange. It's a multiverse. There, we've yep. talked that that um we're supposed to have Kang in Quantum Mania, just do yep. a casting. Um, and there is at least one more at the end of C of um Phase Six. The kang dynasty so there's three more i'm sure there's probably one in there and in in the sixth phase um timeline they have unnamed projects just times just things there because they learn from their mistakes and don't give exact dates because they're smarter than that now like uh you'll get something in the summer (laughs) yeah smart well you heard it here spider-man no way home doesn't work never will work don't try to make it work just enjoy it yeah, it, it doesn't work in terms of like if you think about it. In terms of does it work as fun? It absolutely works. It was a ton of fun. Enjoy yourself. Go and turn your brain off and enjoy the heck out of it. So, Ken, I'll, I'll ask you this. I I haven't read many Spider-Man comics, but I do know one piece of lore. I'm curious to know if you think that they'll they'll bring this in. And and Andy, I don't know if this was the the joke you alluded to in She-Hulk. Do you think that Hulk will remember who he is even if Banner forgets? Oh, okay. So, mm. that was not the joke. Okay. Uh, actually, well, so okay. So there, here's here's the tough part. Do you want? Well, moderate it kind of is the in- joke. It kind of is the joke. You're right. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's so related to the joke. It's not the joke. Right. So, as you know, and you've seen some of the trailers for She-Hulk. I'm guessing. Yes. So you know that she breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As like in the in the old John Byrne comics, I have one here. We can look at like she breaks the fourth wall. There are moments even in the trailer where you see that uh, that Hulk, Smart Hulk, notices that. 
Like he yes. notices the fourth wall break while other characters don't. So because there are weird, like little subtle powers the Hulk has, like it, the Hulk can see the astral plane, which is not something I knew, but the Hulk can see the astral plane. Okay. Um, is that Hulk because also is that because of what is, happened with um, what's her name when he got astral projected out of his body? No, I'm talking about in the in the comics. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's, and I don't. I it's something I didn't know until later on. Until a friend of mine, Dixon, who was like, he was like, oh yeah, there's a Doctor Strange story where he can see Doctor Strange and he can see him on the astral plane. What? And I'm like, that's weird. But is it just because his gamma eyes are so strong? He can <laughs> see the whole <laughs> gamma beam you. But, so there is that. So there is that where like the also uh, he can he can always find his way back to to New Mexico at the site of where the gamma bomb was. I don't. So he has these little tangential powers. I also don't think may, it's. I don't think it's a spoiler that they allude to the fact that there probably are multiple Hulks uh, lurking around in Bruce Banner. Oh, hmm. um, well, I mean, for for what he's seen and what what the, for the most part, he's he speaks to say that he essentially he's no it's no longer that there's a Hulk side and there's a Bruce side. He brought them together. Like he he brought the best of both worlds, and this is I think this is Endgame that we get this discussion. Yeah. So it's like yes. for the most part in the MCU there is just Hulk. He is he is the one and the same now. Yeah. At least for our purposes. But he's talking. It would to, be. Oh, it's too right. He's too far into it and about. What? No, no. But he it's it it's a hilarious question though because it's like you're like it's a head scratch. You're like oh could they do like they could do that? The only problem is is it's more is more on the side of like well technically it's a sony property so we can't really like we can mention like we can mention things but we can't go too far down that branch because legally we don't have the rights to him anymore like that's that's where the harder part of it is i think but i i I love the question and i'm like oh man like the potential for comedy is there but i'm like could they ever go and pluck that fruit i don't know Man, it's, it's you need to watch question. She-Hulk because I think there's a little more. Mm, there's some discussion if, he has with his cousin about Hulkisms and being a Hulk and what type of Hulks and yeah, mm. and that's it's such a great question. I think the the listeners should definitely write into us at podcast at We Were Gamers and let us know what you think. What are your takes on this? We want to know. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, write in the comics, in the comments. Get in the comments. Type Get away. In the comments. Write the comics. Mm-hmm. The comics. And that's it. Just mm-hmm. say the comics and we'll know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll know to make Ken go read more comics. <laughs> I mean, it, it's certainly possible. There's more to read. So Always. Unfortunately. Always. Yeah. Uh, is this where right, I so insert we, jokes about you don't have to read a lot Rob Liefeld comics? I don't. I mean, it's. I, mean, I don't want to give. Well, here's the question. But I mean, <laughs> the harder question is: Do you need, still need to buy Skybound comics because they've pushed you out? That's the. That's the, oh, that's like, that's a that's a carbon no karate scoring. That's karate scoring. We'll get to that on karate scoring. No, that was a Deadpool joke. That movie was. Nah. Okay. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, it's. I have. I saw one and two. It, they're fine. They're 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 fun. Like I yeah. I can yeah. enjoy them, but I, it, it still is that kind of like it's. 
I can enjoy them and then like step away and, and because I know that the fan base is just like, oh my god, I can't believe they made they made Deadpool um bisexual. That's so wrong. He's not like that. I'm like, dude, like he's a fictional character. He can be whatever he pleases. Like, if that's what you're gonna get hung up on and not the fact that the dude's being shot 130 times and lives, like maybe choose choose another character. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, Michael, uh Black Ariel, huh? Yep. I'm sure that's going to be the next one that that people are crying uh, about. On the it, it already is the next one people are crying about, buddy. Don't worry about the fact that she's half fish. Let's compare skin tones yeah. of the original Ariel. I mean, everyone's aware that she's singing clearly underwater too. Like that's that alone should be like, um, I can't. That's not how. No. Okay. But that's right. the shit. also where's the where's the reverb that the Aquaman movie told me everyone who speaks underwater should have. Uh, there you go. I mean, I mean, I'd have to watch the Aquaman movie. All I saw, I saw three women singing to him on the shores of some island, and I'm like, nope, I'm not watching Aquaman. I can't. So I did switch. that. Uh, you sang on the shores to Aquaman. Yeah, I did that, and you can do that too if you go to Scandinavia, and it's it's quite entertaining <laughs> and better than the movie. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Now I'm like, wait, can I just go to Scandinavia and sing to Jason Momoa? He's like, oh, the most the most Scandinavian man you can find in a fishing village. <laughs> Can't pick him out. You couldn't possibly called, be from a different part of the planet. How do you know I'm not Scandinavian? <laughs> How could Batman possibly find me in this Scandinavian village? Well, oh we've lost goodness. we've lost it here that's the end of a podcast <laughs> yep so the yeah i'm looking forward to some of the new, next spider-man media stuff it is across uh, the spider-verse looks to be a lot of fun parts one and two and yep. i think i mean it's a think craven i will watch if, if they go to netflix as soon as it does then sure i might watch it yeah we'll see yeah well, you heard it here. Watch No Way Home. Try not to make it make sense. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know. What what should Michael watch next? Probably Multiverse of Madness. Probably. I think that's next on the list for us. We're still trying to, to catch up. Yeah. I don't think Miss Marvel's higher priority than that. Or Moon Knight. I think yeah. they're, they're all different vibes. I highly... Well, I think I recommend watching them all because I think that they are all fun, different stories. Oh yeah, they're um, all on the list. Moon Knight yeah. was good. Yeah. I don't, I can't speak to Miss Marvel, so yeah. And then, then you're in line to get to She Hulk. Is that correct? After that, yes. I mean, I don't think, I don't think they they have a thread through them yet. So you're okay, like if you watch them out of order. Um, but yeah. Oh, oh, did you know, did Michael? Yes. You watched No Way Home. Yep. Did you know who his lawyer was? Yes. Okay. Did. Okay. I did. That was a fun reveal for me because I have no spoiler situation. That's awesome. Uh, that's the thing, too, like that, that's like trying to get to stuff before it gets ruined. Like there was already rumors and stuff like that. And it's like. There's so much stuff like like there was casting news. Obviously, D23 hit us with some casting news for other shows, and we're just like, 
I know that and I can't not know that. So I know now I'm just like waiting for this part of this episode of this show to show up. And then I see it and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll just experience it as it comes And it. And it was still a really good moment and I really enjoyed it. You guys had both watched Daredevil prior to this, right? Mm-hmm. At least the first season. Yeah, I'd seen I'd seen a couple of episodes. Oh, and you've seen I, Hawkeye. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. We're all good there. Now it's the question of if we need to go back and rewatch it. Uh, I've seen all of it and all of Punisher, but if they're going to start dragging the pieces back together, I don't know if we got to go backwards. <laughs> I think that I think that you could probably they'll do their best to try and like story just kind of paste everything together for you in those first couple episodes. My I guess think they're still worth a watch because they're still good shows yeah. for the most part. Minus Iron Fist. They're all like definitely good for the, each of their different vibes that they're bringing you. Like, yeah, I'm guessing uh, Daredevil's the only one really for a while. I'm really not seeing much room for the rest of them to cross in. Yeah, the problem is I know that like, well, okay, actually, never I, mind. Nope. Nope, we're not going any further. Notice, I think that the uh, God, his name, the Luke, the actor for Luke Cage, he's on another show, so he doesn't like. He's it's kind of like not in another Marvel show. He's on his own show on yeah. another channel. So it's like it's one of those things where it's like when you had uh, Lady Sif was like she was no longer she was doing a different show. It's like oh, she didn't show up for uh, Thor two. It's like that type of like knowledge. Like oh, well, you know what, Mike Coulter. Hmm. Mike Coulter's in another show, so it's like his availability to be Luke Cage is li- more limited if that was the option. So those are the type of things that I kind of keep in my head. I think at this point, if Disney calls, you just you just say yes, right? Not if you're John Boyega or um, I mean, he's he's pretty much been like boo on the Star Wars stuff, which I can I understand. But I'm also like if they called, I'd I'd still be like, are you going to do it right this time? Like, give me a lightsaber. Like, let's do this. Like. I'm just saying for Everyone these for price. these older Marvel yeah. actors that that have been out of the franchises for a while, I think they just I want to make another Hulk joke, but I can't do. <laughs> I just all I want to see is them do a Chris Evans running into Chris Evans and running into uh, Chris Evans, Johnny Johnny Storm and Captain America having the Spider Man meme moment. Yeah, that was that was that was a good thing moment we had in in No Way Home. And it's like Ayers, I I keep waiting for potential and like come on, let's, let's You should we, watch we Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> Next. Will do. Is it on Disney Plus? Is it yes. is it easily? Yeah. Okay. And so, Thor and Love it, and so Thunder as well. tonight. I mean that that should probably be before any of the other Marvel shows just because it's a done in one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it will be. It has been referenced also in She-Hulk. Vaguely. Okay. Well, just, there's no need to any... No, he hasn't watched it, so there's no need to no. go further. So we're good. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think, is there any, any other Spider-Man questions we had while we had the time? The expert? <laughs> no. <laughs> not uh, this. I, I, uh, an aficionado, maybe not, 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 you know. Okay, let's count the Spider-Man objects here. behind you. One, two. I'm, I'm a Jedi Knight. I'm not a spider. I'm not a Jedi Master. I'm not on the council. Well, or I'm on the council and they didn't, they didn't allow me the rank of Master. It's really messed up. I don't know. That's the real question. <laughs> don't worry. We Actually, you a black that's, suit. That's a different, that's a different <laughs> podcast. There you go. <laughs> yep. 
that podcast will soon be consumed with karate. Mm-hmm. His face tells me, yes, I should go watch it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Do I need to go do through a recap? Because it's been four seasons of insanity and I don't remember everything. Um, They do. I mean, they have their recap like they do at the very beginning of a season. Just watch that one. All right. And uh, you'll you'll be refreshed. I don't remember who's in prison. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people are in prison at this point. Oh, for a bunch of high schoolers, they do a lot of damage, but, uh, that's true of Spider-Man as well. So full circle. Is there anything, um, at D23 that you really enjoyed, Michael? Oh, um, what was good? What was good? Um, we mostly, so we were just there for one day. Um, so we mostly just wandered the floor, uh, saw the booths. Uh, we didn't go, we got into one panel. We went to the panel on the... Uh, 90th, the 90th anniversary of Goofy. Oh, okay. Bill um, Farmer there? Yes, Bill Farmer was there. That's he awesome. was the, he was like the main guest and they brought in, um, Jason Marsden? one of the, no, they brought in one of the animators, um, and then one of the, uh, project managers for the, um, they did a series of three shorts during the pandemic, um how to how to stay at home i think it mm-hmm. was yeah, um, yeah. They're, they're all on disney plus um but they they showed them um they showed all three of them back to back and then they showed them again and let everybody on the panel do basically an mst3k style commentary through it so it was a lot of fun that's awesome my yeah. cousins or my cousins in law i'm not sure about the specifics um they were there for all three days and i found out like really interesting things about the convention like one, the way they did the panels this year was a lottery to get yes. into them because they clear the rooms in between. And part of the thing of them cleaning the room is to get the comic. If you went to the Marvel panel, the Marvel comics panel that everyone, that's the one I would have wanted was the Humber Ramos comics. Mm-hmm. You have to lead, like you get the comics on the way out and also like yes. the pins, the poster. That's a really interesting way. Like as a person coming from Long Beach Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con and other ones, clearing the rooms in between definitely is an interesting thing, but it's also like, it allows other people to get a chance to come in, but also like because you're lotteried in, you have like, oh, well, I have my ticket. I can go to that panel. And then there's still a standby line. So people don't show. It seems interesting. I don't know how it would work out for other panels, but I heard about that. I'm like, that's a lot of that's that seems like it's such a good potential. But also, like, does that work with other fandoms? Like, will they be as respectful? I don't know. Yeah, to go and to go along with that, they um, they eliminated overnight camping this year. Yeah, and that's that's part of that raffle ticket thing. Yeah. Two thumbs up. Get people that, that off, crazy off the street. They don't need yeah, to be sleeping I mean, there. That's fair. I mean, I mean it's, the, a, it's also, a convention. It just became crazy to me that like it went from a little bit of Hall H craziness to the fact that along the entire wharf of in San Diego, you have people literally just camping to go to see people talk for five days it's not healthy or smart i mean it's just not the right avenue i don't disagree but it's also like if if you're 20 and you want to sleep outside for a panel like i I, we've all done dumb but not harmless stuff and that's dumb and it can be dumb and harmless for someone in that range but if you're 85 you probably shouldn't be sleeping outside what trying to get but i it's I I see the pro and con for both sides. I do really think that 
a lottery fact would work well, but then also like how much abuse do you get because of the fan? The fans can be far more abusive within the greater San Diego Comic-Con fandom as opposed to D23, which I think is more, they're not as toxic. There's less yeah. toxicity, but it's also maybe a smaller fan base that goes. I don't know what the numbers are for D23. Yeah, it's definitely smaller. It's more it's more on the scale of like a WonderCon. Yeah. Well, and also too, like because there's different tiers to how you get in. Like there's a sorcerer tier and then there's like a gold tier and how you gain access. Like it's definitely like price gated and everything, but it's like how does the, how does that allow and I don't know. It's and all the giveaways are done on site as opposed to like, oh, you have to go to the redemption room to go pick up your 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 swag stuff. Yep. I don't know. I I'd be curious, but it's also like I don't know if I have the wherewithal to fork over X amount of money to be like, okay, cool. Here's the, your ticket price, and then you also have to do everything else. I don't know, but it's fun for a day though. Sounds like yeah, or three days for our cousins. Yeah, we had a we had a good time. Cool. I didn't know if there's anything you saw that was like, oh yeah, we really know that. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'd be curious to see what Comic-Con comes up with in the following years. I mean, they're always experimenting, and I think more conventions trying different things is a good idea. I, I get what you're saying about, okay, it's okay to sleep outside or to do silly things for your fandom. And the lottery thinks, I mean, the lottery thing is unfair to some people, right? I'm a really big fan and somebody's not a really big fan and they, they won the lottery and I didn't, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I was willing to do more, but I wasn't allowed to, you know, I get, I get it. But like a system with more efficiency at the scale that they are operating seems like it would be better for you know 1984 if you had to to wait around a little bit to see stanley in a line is not the same as as uh getting heat stroke three days in a row outside the san diego convention center to maybe see william shatner crap all over your fandom (laughs) from from so far away and so you're just watching him on a tv screen which at that point why are you i i i went into hall h for the first time in a long time this year to catch the kevin smith panel after after mine and that was a lot of fun because like oh i can just kind of walk in now because it's it's after the marvel panel everything is done like we and just got to walk in i'm like oh i still enjoy seeing that stuff but also like if i didn't i could also just catch it on his podcast three days later and been fine yeah and that's the egalitarianism of uh, technology maybe you know yeah uh, the real egalitarianism, not the electric car maker kind. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll talk about going to Mars another time. If you have thoughts on giant rockets, you could email us at where Michael podcast at we were gamers.com. Uh, they're very inefficient. Giant rockets, <laughs> space elevators are the way. But also, like, some of them were just like, what about this logic? My God, this doesn't work. But just there's no good answer to it. I think that's the answer is that it doesn't work. That's Yeah. Yeah. Turn turn your brain off. Silly hats only. Yeah. There, exactly. there was the there was the hope and the desire to find out, like, well, because of this comic, this is what they were talking about. Instead, it's 
No, they just made stuff up because they had a contractual obligation. You know, it's like, oh, that's disappointing, but at least it's an answer I can understand. Yeah. And the thing is, too, it's like as much as you can watch, you can go through and, and compare like, oh, this is why it happened. And it's very similar to this in the comics. It actually does. It's it, that's cool that you're referencing it. But even in the comics, you kind of get a, a little bit of hand waviness of just like, uh, I don't think about this mm-hmm. because in the comics. It, it's it's like it's two spells. It's Doctor Strange's spell, spell, and then Mephisto's spell. One to save Aunt May, and then one to wipe everyone's memories. So it does it doesn't work on either on either page. So it's like it doesn't like it's such a just kind of like we got to do this to get to the next movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, fine, we're good. I had fun. Yeah, I I, I finished my popcorn. I finished my drink. Sometimes Yay. you just got matters at the end of the day. You know, sometimes you need a, a little 30 minutes at the end of the two towers. Is all. You, know, you got to put, put everything in place for the next one. Yeah. All right. Okay, so that's happened to me a bunch of times, and I haven't yet to lose a fight because, because of it, but it is very, very annoying when you... Actually, sometimes uh, what happens to me is that I think that I have hit switch... Um on a character and then I've forgotten to tell the action. And so yep, I, and it defaults back to the character who's still in the front row. Yeah, I do and that. then I hit, and then I hit attack and then it's all bad. Yep. Yeah. This, this fight for me was an instant wipe. Oh, uh, it's the kind of thing where you have to, uh, he, the character puts up a magic counter. And so you have to carefully time your, you're, you're the one the one magic attack in the set of breakers to be after either the last hit or after he's broken and without the boosts womp womp oh and he's just like three hitting <sighs> nukes your entire front row i've definitely had fights where like i have to break the guy now because next turn he's going to do a major attack uh-huh but i haven't had like oh i have to time it inside of the break that, that's new um, I've been doing some of the traveler stories since we're waiting. We could just chat COTC for a minute. Yeah. Uh, cause it's basically my life along with watching new shows. <laughs> um, the traveler stories are interesting and weird because the five star traveler stories are really long. Mm-hmm. And like the four star traveler stories are just like run here. Uh, win that fight run there win that fight and you don't there's no challenge because they're like level 10 you know most of them yeah um it's weird it's so weird yeah and they they certain ones of them get real repetitive like there oh, there yeah. are a couple of tropes I get and they hit it in sometimes. like six <laughs> they hit it in like six to eight different traveler stories all the same the same skeleton of a a plot oh okay yeah so like menos was very good the like pirates stealing stuff was cool yes yeah they it's 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 weird too because they put some of them are very interesting and like clearly engaging and then they go back to the same old shtick again for some of them it's just like uh tap through this yeah they're also not voiced like the rest of the game is. I mean, they have some voice mm-hmm. acting in them, but they're just not. They're not really that voiced unless they're the five star ones. Um, so you just tap through as fast as you can. 